0: Right, the conference round of the playoffs is over, Matt, and as we've seen, we have our Super Bowl teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks. I'm Wes. This is the extra point. Matt is here with me. What's up, Matt? What's going on, man? I'm ready to ready to do this, man. Uh, very interesting uh, games that we just had. So ready to dive in. Absolutely, Bobby will be joining us later, but before we jump into the games, let's talk about some stories, Matt, and let's have a little uh, little chat debate, so if you, if you want to call it that, first one first, uh, Matt Stafford's gone, uh, he will be leaving the Detroit Lions, we don't know where he's going to go, but he will be leaving the Lions, and it's up on the uh, trade block, uh, after a mutual agreement between both the team and himself, and apparently there's already suitors calling Matt to figure out what he's worth. Uh, a hell of a he had a hell of a career in in Detroit, dude. Just he couldn't get anything going in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, his, his career has definitely been up and down. I mean, he's definitely had a lot of offensive talent over the years. We already know Megatron, right. and, and they've had some def- decent offenses, but they they never really could get that defense. You know, both sides of the ball are all three phases going at the same time. Multiple
0: coaches, um, including you know, a big kinda, one in Matt Patricia they brought in, you know, that was supposed to be the answer for that.
1: Oh, and I think he, he may have even set them back a little I bit. I agree. On, on ESPN, it says that the the GM says that they're close. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a team that I could see Matt Stafford definitely being traded to, maybe a first-round pick, maybe a couple first-round picks, a second. I, I mean, who knows? Uh, I don't know what, what how much that, you know. The Lions are going to be asking for, but mm. uh, it's, yeah, dude. That that's that Lions uh, Matt Stafford situation is, is very interesting. I can't wait to see how that plays out.
0: Me too, man. So here's here's a little bit just because I know I don't think you saw any of this, so I'm gonna read it. I, this is the first I'm seeing of it too. So, um, this is coming from. Let me get make sure I give the credit out. This is uh, David Carr actually. This is David Carr. What he was talking about uh, in regards to. Matt Stafford, the Lions, they are essentially in rebuild mode with a new staff in place, and will demand a pretty penny uh, in return. So he, what he did is he he looked for some comparable trades for the last ten years. Uh, so here's one uh, in 2011, Carson Palmer got he was traded. Now he was traded for a first and a second round pick. So that's that's interesting. Um, yeah. Sam, Sam Bradford, we know all well about him. He was traded for a first and a fourth rounder in 2016, and that was after they had already established he had been injury-riddled throughout his career. Um, and then right. Alex Smith, uh, third rounder uh, and a cornerback in 2018, was all that was given up for Alex Smith. So, um, if, if you were the GM kind of thinking in your head, or you know, thinking about in these other GMs' head, where do you think he falls on Matt Stafford? Is he on the high end, like Carson Palmer was, where he's getting a really high draft pick demand or is he on the lower end kind of like Alex Smith where he's going to be a mid-round pick and maybe a player to build around?
1: No, I definitely think he's going to be on the higher end for sure. I mean, he's still uh, definitely a strong arm and and he's still, you know, I mean, yeah, he's had some injuries, but he's had some very, very bad offensive lines in front of him over the years. So put him in front of a good line and then, uh, you know, T.Y. Hilton and like I said, man, the Colts, I, I really think that, yeah. that that's you know that's very possible, so we'll see.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, we will see. And Matt Stafford showed a lot this year. One, he showed how good of a quarterback he is. He had a very successful year statistically. Secondly, he also played through a lot of injuries this season. I mean, that's no different from him any other season, but I feel like this season it stuck out. It stood out a little bit more to me. Uh, I, I don't know about anybody else, but it stood out a little bit more to me. And as far as consideration, you said the Colts, they're number one on the list right now. San Francisco 49ers, another team that could potentially see some interest. Uh, Chicago Bears, uh, everybody's favorite Washington, Washington football team.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm looking at the Rams trading Jared Goff and mm-hmm. like I don't know, man. It's, it's going to be a wild offseason. It's going to be It is. Interested.
0: So Adam Schefter put a tweet out a few days ago, and I was talking to uh, actually Robbie, one of my uh, – He's my boss one and two, my buddy, and uh, he. Uh, we we were, we were discussing it, and uh, oh man, where was I going with this? Oh man, I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. Brain fart. Brain fart. Was the Matt
1: Stafford trading? Um... Your boy Robbie with Cowboys, maybe going. to I mean, I hear Dak Prescott. They may let him walk. I mean, who knows?
0: No, yeah, it wasn't that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I just had a complete, complete gap right there. Um, man, I, I don't know. But the Rams would be a good spot <laughs> if Golf if Golf ends up getting traded. That would make sense. Now the question is, how much does that Rams team trust in Golf? Um, do they think they can build around Golf because it's a second round pick, a third round pick, and 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 you know, I I don't know, I don't know. So a second, a third, and Jared Goff. I don't even know if I I want to trade Matt Stafford for that because you're basically saying, okay, my I'm giving up my first for uh, what right now up here is a QB that can't can't beat out uh Woodson Wolford. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, Wolford or whatever. Yeah, there's going to be a quarterback competition. That's
0: uh what <laughs> you just paid this guy how much money? <laughs> yeah. And I have a hard time believing it with Teddy Bridgewater too, because I although I could see that trade, the Carolina trade that Karth Carth puts in question would be a first rounder in Teddy Bridgewater. I might do that. I might think about it, but still, but Teddy
1: B- that's more team, way more team friendly. His you can get out of probably a lot easier than right. Totally, you know,
0: Yeah, it's twenty three million towards the cap with Teddy Bridgewater. That's that's nothing. That's that's you can handle that. Most people don't pay for that for their their quarterback right now. So that's. A first rounder and Teddy Bridgewater, I could see, I could see that. Um, and then you'd have McCaffrey and Stafford together. You, you you go after an Allen Robinson in the off season. Ooh, you have a nasty offense, right? Really quick, really quick. I mean, if if your rule, you could do that that way to turn it around. And then you have Washington, the Washington football team. What do they do? You know, do they do they use? Do they they go after Matt Stafford? What do you think about that? Um,
1: possibly, I still think they need some more pieces of, uh, You know, they need a new left tackle to replace Trent Williams uh-huh. They need a little bit more on the, you know, that offensive line there They need another tight end Aren't they losing and Bo Sheriff more too? receivers. So, I mean, they might be able to do something in free agency And then draft, or, or yeah, then pick up Matt Stafford And then draft a tight end I mean, yeah, there's a lot of options So, yeah, uh, that's another team to look out for Because they played really well down the stretch
0: the Bears, I mean, the Bears, would do they really give up more picks? Oh, the <laughs> do they give up more picks? They've already given up on Fools and Trubisky, so. Um, oh,
1: I don't know. They said if, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're going to do with Trubisky. I don't know. If I was Trubisky at this point, I would just leave. I, if, if somebody wants you and is going to pay you, then I would just, I would get out of there. Screw them.
0: Mm, yeah. San Francisco, it seems like the best fit. If you're talking, well, I, I guess the Colts would probably be the best fit, more likely than not. I mean, they're they literally excuse me, literally coming off a quarterback that did the same thing, where he went from one franchise to another and kind of jailed into the system pretty well. I mean, they made the playoffs, and you put Matt Stafford in there, uh, who makes I would say less mistakes than Philip Rivers does. Well, yeah, he does make uh, some some crazy
1: throws every now and then, but yeah, right. no, he's got that cannon for an arm and. Yeah, they got a really good offensive line or pretty decent offensive line. So, th- you know, get him behind that and see what he
0: can do. Very stout defense as well for this. That's a very talented defense. They're a quarterback yeah, exactly. away from being a serious threat. You're in and you're out again like they were uh, in the early 2000s with Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. So and then and then like I said, San Francisco, you you know, you could see if they move on from Jimmy G and, and put Stafford in um and, and that would be a that would mean you're going to win now mode i mean i know this is the same thing with jimmy g but if you're going from a younger quarterback to an older quarterback you, i would assume you would be in win now mode for the next five years you have to win but
1: well, for sure for sure and then i'm also hearing that the the uh miami and and deshaun watson rumors are heating up too mm-hmm. so that'll we we'll, we'll need to look into that and See what happens
0: there. And they have that. I'm glad you said that. They have that, you know, where he was talking about he'd be okay going there. And then he uh, comes out and says the Jets would be a place he would like to go as well. Uh, Sala remains completely quiet on Darnold's future with the Jets, so we don't know a whole lot there. Maybe he's kicking the tires and and seeing what's going on with the Deshaun Watson deal. Uh, Who knows? I mean, this guy could go anywhere and be a starter just about anywhere in the league other than maybe a couple teams right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, man, it's going to be a really awesome offseason. I can't wait for it. I cannot wait. There's going to be so so many stories and people trading and, and, and who knows it's all going to happen, you know, during the draft or near the draft, I would think, but who knows, who knows there's a lot happening.
0: And let me go back to what I was talking about earlier because it just came back to me. So we were talking about Adam Schefter. He put out a tweet and uh, basically said 18, uh, 18 teams would have a quarterback change he's if he was asked what the over under would that be he said over and when you think about it and you break it down and me and me and Bobby, uh, Robbie excuse me we broke it down and we got about uh, we we got to about 15 teams that we counted that are going to have a QB to have a QB issue controversy or is going to change potentially right. going in the next season so it's it's pretty wild when you sit there and break it down by conf, or by division then you start seeing the numbers. I mean, like, you know, my team's definitely going to have a new quarterback next year. Your team is thinking about it, you know, going down the line. I think they'll stick with Matt Ryan and they weren't one of the teams that we mentioned by any means, but you know, that's something that could be sitting in the back of their head. Is it time to at least start looking for a new QB? I mean, what, you know, so who knows, who knows? Yeah, man. Um, uh, we were going to kind of wait till Bobby came on, but let's go ahead and jump into this one. We'll have our words, and then by that time, he should be hopping on. Uh, Jason Witten is re-retiring. Uh, 17-year career. He is going back to, I believe, ESPN, and he signed a one-day contract to the Dallas Cowboys to retire. So he is hanging it up. He spent all but his final season with the Cowboys. 1,215 passes uh, caught for... 12,977 yards and 72 scores. Again, like I said, he does end his career in Dallas. And more likely than not, as the number four receiver, uh, going to Canton. I mean, it's hard to imagine imagine him not in Canton, even though he didn't come home with a ring. Yeah, I'm not a fan uh, of him too much, mainly
1: because he's a Dallas Cowboy, but... (laughs) Uh, other than that, he was—I don't know, man. He was just kind of annoying to me, but I respect him. He was a hell of a player. He, I, I, I definitely believe he's going to go to Canton.
0: Yeah, he's one of the best tight ends probably ever to play. So. Yeah, what well, would you put him behind Gates and Gonzalez, or Gonzalez and Gates? You know, one one, one way or the other. He's yeah, he's right around there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. I
1: mean, yeah, I mean, those two are probably on
0: another level. Uh, No, no. Yeah, they're in in their echelon of their own, I'd say. I'd say those two are by themselves.
1: Probably in that next tier down somewhere in there.
0: Agreed. I can agree with that. You know, he he had an excellent career at Dallas. Everybody remembers the one play with his helmet getting knocked off, and he's running without a helmet down the field.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty amazing. That was was a badass moment
0: for sure by him. Definitely a badass moment. Yeah, man. Well, I'll go ahead
1: and talk a little bit. Uh, we'll wait for Bobby because I definitely want to hear Bobby's opinion on that. But uh, uh, you know, the Falcons. You know, Arthur Smith is is getting the, you know all the coordinators and everything mm-hmm. together, and I'm actually starting to feel a little bit confident about this offense. Um, you know, the the uh, new offensive coordinator, Dave. I haven't heard his name pronounced on TV or anything. I don't know. how. I'm probably saying it wrong. It's R-A-G-O-N-E. Ragon, Ragon, whatever. Yeah, either way. Uh, he was from the Bears. He's pretty much going to be designing the schemes, blah, 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 doing all that. But Arthur Smith will definitely have a little bit of hand in that. And Arthur Smith is calling the plays. But Dave Ragone is pretty much scheming everything up from week to week and doing all that. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. And then um uh Dan Pease, I love I love having him as a defensive quarter and I'm super excited. I thought that was an, a really awesome pick. Uh he's been he's he's coached two Super Bowl teams with the Ravens and the Patriots. So um really I mean he's old but he's got his son in there and um uh, as an assistant and, and he's got a good few people, you know. Helping them out. There's a lot of other people doing the work too. So, but have him in there. I thought that was a really good pickup.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, going into this next season, what are you thinking the focus is going to be on on that on that roster on, for those coaches? So it seems to me
1: like I mean, with with Matt Ryan's contract and, and pretty much Julio's too. After this next season. Uh, Matt Ryan has a little bit more There's more outs to get more ways To get out of that contract that are a little bit um, Not as Hefty as they are this season so they're Going to ride it out another year see how it Goes and then maybe after that That's when they're going to tear it down and and, You know trade and maybe who knows What's going to happen but um, So I'm thinking We're going to go either Tight end possibly Um, Hayden Hurst didn't seem like him and Matt Ryan really meshed too well this year Maybe they will next year, but um, i don't think we're going to go defense. I, th- I think we need, uh, you know, we need another pass rusher for sure. Dante Fowler was definitely a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, Tack McKinley, Vic Beasley, they're all gone. We need we need some more pass rushing and help with Grady Jarrett. Maybe another cornerback uh, replacement for Ricardo Allen at, sa- at free safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of. I think defense is going to be more of a priority, but we'll see. We'll see.
0: We will. We will. You know, that team, I, I have high hopes for that team, man. I, I really do. I really do. Let's see here. I'm pulling up a little information on ours. We did hire uh, Colin as our defensive coordinator. He's the defensive, excuse me, the defensive line. Sorry, the defensive line coach with the Ravens. And he will be going, jumping up to defensive coordinator. Uh, so it looks like Jacksonville is going to be shifting to a 3-4. Which will be interesting. Myers always had three fours, so that that will fit right in his wheelhouse. I think it'll be good for us. You move that means you're moving Josh Allen back and a uh, chess Chesson back as well into their home positions, technically where they played. I, I think Allen actually played up on the end, but regardless, either way, they can they can play him on either position because he he can't oh, handle it. Yeah, He's been no, on tight ends good. before, so he can handle yeah. it. Um, and then that puts Joe Schobert and Miles Jack in the inside, so two middle line two linebackers that have had several years of line middle linebacker experience that are able to kind of roam around a little bit too. So I, I like it. You move to the nickel package and you take one you take them out and you pop in DJ Hayden, who's been so, a solid veteran on that team when it comes to that position he did go on ir with another 10 jaguar defensive players alone but uh he he'll be a good one you get cj henderson back i'm looking for us to draft safety at the end of the first round it looks like we could have a chance at tagging the best one in the draft late in the first round to help with that secondary and uh up front potentially going for a defensive lineman. So we'll see. Uh, Taven Bryan looks like he'll be up at the front, and I don't know how they plan on doing that. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that defense is getting set up. We know Trevor Lawrence is more likely than not going to be the Jags, uh, the quarterback for them for next year. So I'm curious, are they going to invest any with the most free agent money or the most cap room in the league right now? Are they going to use that on a receiver? Are they going to use that for the line? Are they going to – uh, where are they going to invest that money? Yet? That's that's a real question I still have, and I'm actually looking really forward to that free agency period because one, I know I'm not going after a quarterback, and two, I want to see if we can get maybe maybe we trade a couple more uh, pieces to somebody else for some more picks right before the draft, or maybe we go after somebody that we really want. Uh, there's a lot of people chirping about the potential reunion of Allen Robinson and Jacksonville, and it, it, I keep hearing more and more and more and more and more about it. So I'm hoping that that's true. Cause I always liked Allen Robinson. He just didn't get a fair deal here. And they kind of, it, it, it set us back a few years when he left because, you know, we re-signed Marquise Lee instead of, it, it never made sense to me, you know, give Allen Robinson the big deal and let Lee walk, let the rest of them walk. And we didn't do that. We let Hearns and Robinson both go. Hearns, uh, obviously opted out this year with Miami, but, uh, Robinson had another fantastic year. Marquise Lee's been off our team for over a season now, you know, and he was the one that got the deal. So it kind of blows that we didn't get to keep him. But maybe when they what they see all the changes in the regime, maybe they'll want to come back. So I don't know. We'll see. But I would like Robinson, DJ Chark as your outside guys, and then having Laviska Shenault, who's more of a kind of. You know, scat receiver. You use him in the backfield running around. He can do your your he can do your slot plays, whatever you need him for. He's kind of a little bit of everywhere. Use him, and then uh, James Robinson in the run game. That's I mean, and and, and um, I'm happy with that offense. The offensive line will be all returning with the exception of potentially Cam Robinson, who's gonna hit the free agent market, and then AJ can will probably be replaced by somebody going in the next season. But other than that, the whole line's coming back. So. We'll see with Jacksonville. We'll see. Let's go ahead and jump into these games, man. Um, I know Bobby will be joining us at some point, but let's go ahead and jump into these games, Matt. We'll do the uh, Buccaneers and Packers first, since that was the first game. Obviously, most people know how this game ended, since they have most likely watched it. 31-26, Buccaneers win it, beat Green Bay. Moving on, Green Bay knocked out in the NFC Championship again, Matt.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, i very disappointed, man. Uh, jumped out. Right? they they jumped out. to you know, what was it 28 to 10 at one point. It was it looked really, really rough mm-hmm. and a game where Tom Brady throws three interceptions. You have to win that fucking football game. You have to. have to you have to. the ball. Uh, they wasted another year of Aaron Rodgers uh, career. Um, very, very disappointing offense. Aaron Jones six carries 27 yards. I mean, I know it's because they got down quick, but mm-hmm. Again, when Tom Brady throws three picks, you got to do something. It's insane. Um, they couldn't come up with anything, especially in that entire fourth quarter. It was such a bore. Yes. Uh, especially when they they finished hot in the end of the third. So very very disappointing for the Packers.
0: Yeah, and you know that's my thing because there was, uh, that offense just seemed stale. And 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 the first question obviously is what was Lafleur thinking at the end with the field goal? Uh, you have the best quarterback, if not one, at worst, one of the best quarterbacks, top three at maybe worst quarterbacks in the league. And, and he's having an MP, MVP season. You're downfield, down the field late, you're within striking range. In my eyes, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go for this. If we get it, awesome, we take the lead. If we don't get it, or we have a potential to tie, excuse me, because they were down by eight. If, if we get it, we have a chance to tie. If we miss it then we have them pinned in their own territory. And our defense has been playing well. We hope we, we have to stop them, of course, but we can take that shot. And LeFleur goes to the three. I just want your I was curious about your thoughts on that.
1: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly, mean, I, I, it I mean, is. You look at the, you know, the computer analytics and blah, blah, blah. The, the percentages are super close. Uh, at that point, I probably would have gone with it just because, again, the third quarter – they were they were pretty hot and they cooled off real bad in the fourth quarter I mean that that could that could spark that team and and it sparked the defense even hey let's go out there and they did their job uh let's go out there and do it one more time let's stop them giving the ball back and it's Aaron rodgers baby like yeah who knows yeah what can
0: happen and uh they didn't they didn't they didn't do that and it is what it is. You know and, and it started right from the beginning with the defense and the defense of yeah. the, uh, the, um, the Packers because there was two crucial third downs. I mean I mean, not to the game, but just for setting the tone that Tom Brady was able to convert early on to Evans. And I think when one was Evans, one was Godwin. And when you let them start out with that much success already, you know they're, they're beating adversity two minutes, three minutes into the game. It just put them back, and like you said, they fell behind early on, and and just it, it just the Green Bay. It seemed like they tried to do something that they're not used to doing, and it just didn't work out for them on the well,
1: offense. The it, you know, they scored that last touch or the touchdown right before half. The score is fourteen to ten, uh, and they could have gone that way to half but they scored that touchdown with one second left in the half. Yeah. You know, that was Scotty Miller. On complete then, blown coverage at that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then, I mean, it was a BS call at the end of the game with that pass interference call, but then.
0: It's one of those situations we, where it probably shouldn't have come down to that. Like you were saying earlier, Tom Brady throws three picks. you got to get take advantage.
1: Yeah, and see, like I said, so you had that one second or, right, you know, last second before the half, and then they jump out, you know, in, in two minutes, in less than two minutes. They score another touchdown with Cameron Break coming out the half. Yeah. It the so it's just like,
0: damn. And immediately and setting the tone. A hell of a comeback,
1: but they couldn't finish.
0: No, they couldn't. And at the end of the day, like that—that's what ended up, you know, costing them. I just, uh-huh. man, I—it was a hell of a game, man. It, it was a hell of a game because I was—I kept saying they're going to come back. They're going to come back because I picked—I picked them to win. Uh, Green that being Green Bay. I picked them to win in that game uh where is it where is it Thirty-one twenty-eight. and for one at one point it looked like that was gonna happen and i was just like yo it's it's gonna happen i got i'm gonna nail this game like i was pumped man i was i was walking in the other room talking about it to to sawyer like man i got this this is this is gonna be my call and and, and they just that was it they never scored again They <laughs> they never scored again all right, all right. Let's go ahead and jump into the uh, – let's go ahead and jump into the Bills-Chiefs game, man. So the Bills-Chiefs, uh, Kansas City gets the win 38-24. to And, I mean, more Kansas City doing their thing and just exploiting defenses. And it was a really good defense in, in, in Buffalo. They just couldn't get it done. Yeah,
1: Buffalo just definitely the, the offense was uh wasn't clicking. They just I mean Kansas City's defense played extremely well. They did. Extremely, extremely well. And uh Kansas City, man, they're just a juggernaut right now. Uh can't wait to see the Super Bowl, man. I hope they pull it off.
0: That you hope the Chiefs pull it off? Yes, sir. Yeah, because I mean think it's of course Tom Brady goes to the to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and now they get their first NFL home game for the Super Bowl ever is gonna be
1: no, well, it's all It's all set up, man. It's <laughs>
0: all Fuck Tom fuck, fuck this shit. Let's uh let's jump back into this Bills game for a little bit. Uh, J- uh, Josh Allen goes 28 for 48, 287, two touchdowns, one pick. It just seems like they couldn't get that run game going. They get up early, nine nothing in this one. Uh, things are looking good, but anybody that's wa- that watched a lick of playoff football from Kansas City last year knew that it meant absolutely nothing. It's that that team just. They thrive on being behind. You, you know, you had the issue early on um, with the – what was it? A, it was a fumble on a punt return, right, by Michael uh, Hardman?
1: Yeah.
0: And then, uh, I mean, I watched uh, some highlights and some video on it. Mahomes goes and uh, pulls the hood off of him on the sidelines, like, look, you're going to – you know, we're moving on to the next play. You're going to make it happen the next play. And sure enough, this man does a wraparound for 50 yards to just get him rolling.
1: Yeah, man, he, he got, and then also, and then after that, he ended up on that same drive, he scored on a three-yard touchdown yep. pass, uh, so, and then that was a string of three touchdowns, and at that point, they were set sail, and Chiefs were in control, and there was no looking back.
0: Yeah, and then that completely crippled the Bills' run game, and that seems to, that, I mean, Josh Allen got his yards, he, he got 88 yards rushing, but, uh, I mean, Yeldon. I yeah, did. you didn't see Yellowden running anymore. You didn't see Singletary running anymore. Like it was that was it. They didn't run the ball again. Like it was second half. It was just pass, 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 pass. Yeah, and, and they, they were dumb. And then and then their offensive line isn't very good. So I think
1: they need to upgrade that offensive line to give him some protection and, and get that run game going a little bit better. And may, you know, definitely give Josh Allen more protection, more time, and yeah, I think that definitely is going to help.
0: Because this team's not far away from—I mean, they're—they're they're obviously great. They're thirteen and three. They had a fantastic season, you know. So, you know, kudos to them. Because this—I mean, this Buffalo team has been in the doghouse for a long time, and now they're—they're they're finally getting out of it. They're getting consistent, you know. I hope to see them back in the playoffs next year to see what they do to upgrade this team. But uh, wow, I mean, if you would have told me they went thirteen, I—I I had a feeling they'd win the division, but thirteen and three, I did not see coming. AFC Championship, I definitely didn't see coming. Uh, I thought they'd be more of a one and done team, to be honest. But I mean, Josh Allen had a hell of a turnaround year. I mean, a fantastic turnaround year. I mean, he, he
1: played well last year. He played well last year. Yeah, but the, this is and, and, yeah. and then the growth, of, and then yeah, and then the growth of this next year. So yeah, no. And then I can't wait for next season. They're gonna be even better. They're gonna get some more pieces around them and help them out. And uh, yeah, I can't. I hope. It, I hope they run it back with the Chiefs in the AFC Championship next year. It'll be awesome.
0: Yeah, so Josh Allen, he threw for 1,400 more yards, 10 more touchdowns, and let me confirm, picks, he threw the same amount of picks. I'm sorry, he threw 17 more touchdowns. Yeah, Apologies, okay. 17 I more touchdowns. Yeah, I he threw
1: 37 yeah, touchdowns. He threw 37. Yeah, he threw 37.
0: He threw 37 touchdowns, had 10 picks the year before. before he had 20 touchdowns. Nine picks. So I mean, that's a that's a massive jump for him. Massive jump for him. And the, you know, he was obviously huge in the run game as well. If we weren't, if Lamar Jackson wasn't there running it the way he is, we'd be talking about how Josh Allen's a hell of a running back for a uh, for a quarterback. Because <laughs> I mean, that dude can run, man. He's big.
1: yeah he is he is he's a big he's a big dude i i like him i like his play style uh again they just need to get uh some more protection for him and i think that
0: team could go even further yeah no i i i do i think they can make that next step that next uh that next jump to To become a Super Bowl team. It's just going to be tough. You know, you're in the era of Patrick Mahomes now, and you'll always be linked in that era. So he's going to have to get by that team. You know, and, and I don't know if this is – I don't know if next year that this Kansas City team is going to have much adversity as long as they stay healthy. You know, if they stay healthy and out of trouble, this. I think the majority of players are under some sort of contract, if I recall correctly. But I I, I, have, I would have to double-check that to, uh, to confirm. But that team – they're a juggernaut, man. They're a juggernaut. They're what the—I I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to compare them to the Patriots because they're a different kind of—they're uh, a different kind of good team. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, but they do find themselves uh, 18 million over right now uh, in the cap, so they do have some money issues to handle this this season. So they will have to get that taken care of. Your boys too, your Falcons—they got 36 million to take care of. But <clears throat> yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I mean, but look at it this way: you're not the Saints. 112 million dollars, they gotta figure out what to do with. In Philly, look at Philly having their issues. 53 million in the hole. So, I mean, the Falcons are a couple pieces away where they could probably shed some shed some of that dead weight off. But you're talking Philly, you're talking yeah, Saints. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of space at all. Nope. Not at all. No. Nope. Well, I'm not gonna string this out any longer than it is, man. Uh, you know, we'll we'll get Bobby. Yeah,
1: we're, we're, well, real quick, because, well, and also because Bobby isn't here, what do you think about the, because I guess we could talk about the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl.
0: Yeah. I just wanted
1: your opinion, because, you know, they're playing it on, I don't even know, are they playing on, they're got to be playing on console, clearly, but do you know if they're playing on, yeah, have you heard about that?
0: Yeah, I um actually, so it looks like that they have Bobby, some, some athletes, yeah, some of them playing, some celebrities and a- and athletes playing together on Madden.
1: Yeah, yeah, one of them is like freaking Bubba Wallace. and... Yeah. Snoop Dogg is in there. Yep.
0: Deshaun Watson's um, in there. Deshaun Watson,
1: Kyler Murray. It's mm-hmm. those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, NFC, AFC. And then, yeah, Bubba Wallace, Snoop Dogg. And then there's a couple other people I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh yeah that's gonna be interesting to see how that goes
0: yeah i mean i i think i i, I don't know i feel like they could have just done nothing this year and i had been fine with it too um, i
1: hope snoop has a big ass drink cup of something in his hand and
0: smoking a big ass blunt i would love that for nah they can't do that that'd be yeah, hilarious. i would love it yeah you might you might not see it but you know he, it's happening it's happening somewhere but yeah i mean in regards to the pro bowl you know it's it's i think it's fallen out a lot one from just covid's its own thing but before it was having issues um i think personally they could probably because a lot of these players they don't want to participate in it anymore because they don't want to get hurt and i don't blame them you know i honestly don't blame them Cause it's a meaningless game. It's, I mean, you're out there for fun. I get it, and I like. I mean, if you turn turn it into a flag game, I think that might be fine. But at the end of the day, what I would prefer is just turn it into a skills competition. These guys get voted as the best players. they get I voted.
1: Yeah, me and you were on the same Yeah, page. well, you know, know the, the early, the, the late
0: 2000s, the early. I'm sorry, not the late 2000s, the late uh, 1990s, early 2000s. They had Ooh. that. That was a thing. Whoa, hell, I, yo, I remember Michael Vick being in it. I remember
1: all that, yo. I, I for sure he was god awful in the. Because uh, you know, like in Madden too, like you would throw through the rings. Uh, yeah, On yeah. Food season for yep. the QB, blah blah. Well, they kind of had that set up it with cardboard, and, and Michael Vick hit cardboard every single time, um, but it was still awesome to see. There was I can't I, Peyton Manning was in there hitting. Trent I don't was think there Peyton Manning did pretty. Yeah, Trent. Oh my God. Yeah. Yo, bring it back. That's what I That's want. That's what I would I want, want to do now. Back. Now here's the and thing. And yo, twenty twenty one, they could probably come up with some and have some way. You know, they're, This is a. Multi-billion dollar company with with or without COVID. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's they me. they got
0: money to have something awesome right they now. They need to do that, but they need to take these players back to Hawaii. They need to keep doing it in Hawaii. Get it back to Hawaii somehow. I think that's the perfect place for it. I I, I don't know. I, I like I like how they're trying to move it around. You know, maybe you do it at a stadium here or there. Maybe the Super Bowl champions team stadium hosts a Pro Bowl a week after it. You move it to a week after the Super Bowl. And then it's kind of like, because like, then you can have all, all the players there um and you just make it kind of a culmination of everything if you cut a couple weeks of preseason out you would be able to make it work without actually losing or changing any time so you could host the super bowl on the same date or a week earlier and flip it with the uh with the pro bowl and if you want to keep the pro bowl prior that's fine too and you just set yourself up with some events i mean the qb's one's easy just accuracy targets uh running back cone drills um you know through through you know a little gauntlet, and then receivers have the receiving drills with the uh with the launchers I, I mean there's all sorts of stuff they can do and make it a fun event without having to risk you know any severe injury other than a freak accident you can't control you know
1: yeah, some three on three uh uh football fly football yep. or or i mean they can do all kinds of stuff um,
0: exactly and i and I think that's nice and simple and you know, it, it it doesn't risk injury. It's fun. And it would definitely get ratings, you know. Like, I I don't see how that could be bad, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think they could do it. Agreed. Agreed. And and I think it it would do better because nobody watches the Pro Bowl like he's, like, like we were saying earlier. Like they're not going full speed. They're not going at it like that. And I think it's okay. I, I think the NFL doesn't want to lose it. But I think we need to all kind of agree it's okay. It's okay. You can let this one go. We can let the Pro Bowl go. You can still give the Pro Bowl honors, and they can go compete in events, and, and it'll be just as fine. Like, remember the field goal kicker challenge? Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, that would, Could you imagine right now? You have uh, ooh, 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 Give me, give me a couple kickers. Uh, you could do Castanzo, huh? Koo. Yeah, Young Hoku, uh, Josh Lambo throw all these kickers out there and have let them have a length competition do a 32 team bracket it's it's right near March Madness anyway do a bracket you have all your kickers on there they're on their own field and they're doing a kicking challenge and it's one versus you know one versus one whoever can go the farthest advances
1: yeah, oh, you
0: know. man, that'd be dope. Or it's a horse-style horse <laughs> competition. You flip for it, and, you know, let's say it's Koo and Lambeau, and Koo wins the toss. Oh, how far do you think you can hit it from? And you pick a number, and that guy has to beat it. And if he beats it, then he picks a number, or it backs up from there. Something like that. It doesn't have to be complicated. It be very simple. Yeah no, yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. It doesn't have to,
1: Yeah, no, it's not rocket science over here. It doesn't have to do anything crazy.
0: No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm glad you brought up the Pro Bowl because it's just – it's, and that's one of the things that's starting to just fall out. And I think the pandemic yeah, did a really big deal on it. You said what? It's like Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of September comes Christmas time. No, no, there's still Halloween and Thanksgiving. And it's like Christmas <laughs> take Christmas now. <laughs>
1: right,
0: right. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, going into this off season though, we'll have a lot of storylines to cover. Like you said, the QBs are going to be crazy. So, you know, like, What's going on in Philly? Oh, and Robbie, he made a very good point. I'm going to discuss this more in the offseason. But look at all the QBs that got done during the DAC. You know how they're trying to get the deal done with DAC, and they haven't been able to. And then you had, you had your Goff. You got you had Goff get signed, who's now looking like he's being traded or released, or he's going to have to fight in a, con- uh, a battle versus Wolford. Uh, you have Carson Wentz, who got the big deal, who was supposed to be worth more than, you know, he got paid more or his, his contract was huge and, and Dak wanted something around that and they didn't think it was worth it. Carson Wentz, we don't even know if he's going to be starting for Philly next year. We assume so now that the coaching has changed, but we don't know. Um, Deshaun Watson, he's now, you know, unhappy with the team. I think that's more a team issue than a than, than performance or anything like that. But that's three quarterbacks that, that got signed to deals now recently that are already on the way out. And it, it's, it's, are we going to start looking at this QB position in a different way going forward? We might.
1: We'll see. I don't think so. I mean, this isn't normal. I don't think this is a trend that's going to last. Or, I, I mean, I think all the deals here here in the future are going to be all Kirk Cousins deals, all three-year, two-, three-year, max four-year deals and all guaranteed, and that's a dumb deal. But.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, going from Matt, we turn to now Bobby, who is joining us. Bobby, what's up? What's up? How you what? doing, fella? Hey, yeah, man. Sorry. Good. Uh,
2: it's kind of been a busy day, man. Glad mm. to join at least for a little
0: bit. No problem. Just wanted to get a couple quick takes from you on these games. Let's go ahead and jump back to the NFC game real quick, which is Tampa Bay, Green Bay. I'm sorry. T- yeah, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. 31-26. The Bucks get the win over Green Bay. Uh, one of the big st- uh, topics was, you know, Tom Brady, they will host a home game. We'll talk about that next week. But uh, this matchup, man, they let Tom Brady get away with a three-pick game and win it.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, the way it's, I mean, I'm sure everybody watched this game, you know, that was listening. But the way it looked in the first half, you know, Brady, especially that late, you know, um, last touchdown. Your first drive, you threw a beautiful ball. You know, um, I think it was Mike Evans, you know, for a touchdown or or Scotty Miller. I'm not sure one of them. But, um, I mean, he was sharp as you can get in the first half. Three touchdowns, um, especially that late one where Mm -hmm. Kevin King, I don't know what they were thinking, by the way what that secondary was thinking, you know, no. yeah, I mean, why are you playing man coverage, you know, and no cover two, no cover three and all that, man, he got right behind him. And I think it was Scotty Miller, you know, got behind him for mm-hmm. that late touchdown to yep. close the half right there, which, um, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. And then, you know, we got into the second half and, you know, Brady, you know, isn't that crazy though? Three touchdowns in the first half, three in the second half. Uh,
0: Interceptions, yeah. And,
2: yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you know, um, a solid game, 33, 48, three forty three touchdowns, interception. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, the, the secondary for, um, you know, uh, you know, for green Bay was kind of, a, uh, you know, was a, a situation in this game right there. My yeah. boy Kevin obviously had a rough game, mm-hmm. but, um, a lot of that stuff to me was, I'm not sure what, you know, what kind of play calling was going on on a couple of situations, but they were definitely targeting them. And, um, And I think I was texting you, too, though. I mean, I got to give it to Leonard Fournette, though. You know, I mean, he didn't, you know, it was only 12 carries, 55 yards. He did have that touchdown. But Mm -hmm. it just seems like week to week, he's just, you know, he's looking lighter on his feet. He's not weighing as much as he did before. And um, it's crazy. I think he's in a good place, man. I think he's in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and another big factor to me, though, was Vita Vea. He hadn't played since week one. You know, Vita Vea, and, you know, I love to talk about my boys, man, my former dogs, but, I mean, he got a lot more, um, you know. um, He played a lot
0: more than they had scheduled him for. It was supposed to be 20 plays, right?
2: Yeah, I think it was like 23 or 24 plays, you know. That's pretty amazing off of, you know, a big dude like that that came off a broken leg or ankle. I'm not sure what it was. But, I mean, you know, he's just a disruptive factor up front. You know, you're talking about a 350-pound guy right there. So, I mean, he causes havoc right there. I mean, he takes up either you – know, he takes up a center and a guard on either side. And um, it's going to be scary, though, you know, going into the next game. I know we'll touch base about that next week. But, mm-hmm. you know, give him another two weeks to, you know, kind of get healthier and all that. So
0: He'll be a fourth. Him and Sue together looked wild. I, I, there was a couple plays with them both in together, and it was just insane.
2: So two big, two big human beings right there, man. I mean, it's it's tough to run. I mean, Aaron Jones, you know, I mean, the run game really wasn't effective for Green Bay. Mm-mm. Aaron Jones carries 27 yards, Jamal Williams. And, uh, you know, it was pretty much just Aaron Rodgers trying to, you know, I mean, if you can't establish that run game, you know, it's hard to win, especially deep in the playoffs. And, you know, Tampa um, did a good job with shutting down that run game.
0: Right you are. Right you are. Moving over to the AFC side, we had the Kansas City Chiefs winning 38-24 in Bobby. They get up 9 to that being the Bills. They get up early 9-0. They get the field goal, and then they take advantage of a McCole Hartman uh, turnover, which led to an immediate score. I believe they missed the extra point on that one, and then they go up 9-0 early on. But like I was telling Matt earlier, anybody that watched the Chiefs last year knew that that didn't mean a damn thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, to me, you know, there was – I mean, I think the Bills played probably about as good as the game that they could have played against, you know, a team as talented as Kansas City. And obviously Tyreek Hill just showed why he's the freak of the NFL. I mean, I mean if you didn't see that in person, nine catches, 172 yards, especially that one crazy, you know, right off the ball slant four yard slant boom and he didn't take it to the house but chopped down to the four but i think a really big play call in that game was them not you know trying to go for uh a touchdown on seven from three when they were down there where were they westbound about the two or three roughly yeah um when you're playing a team like kansas city you know you need seven <laughs> instead of three Yeah. as high-powered offense as they are in the way that mahomes is um you know playing and all those weapons if I were if I were Buffalo, I would have you know, you know you're gonna be in a shootout with them. I would definitely have gone for a touchdown in that situation right there. Because like I say, when you're playing a team like that, three points really isn't gonna um uh, cut it what were your thoughts on that though do you think they should have went for it or Yeah oh yeah.
0: For- yeah you got to score 7 against Kansas City you've gotten this far being and that's the thing this 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 Buffalo offensive coaching staff and McDermott they've been aggressive on the season so you can't get away from that against the Chiefs you can't get away from what works for you and if you do they make you pay for it and you know I, I'll be very excited to talk about these matchups next week with Kelsey and Hill because In my eyes, you have to pick one or the other because you're gonna. If you try and do both, or you try and shut down the run game, because you know the receiving game is gonna get it done, like it's not gonna work that way. You got to shut down one of these receivers or one of these, you know, offensive weapons. And I think it has to be Kelsey. I think you have to shut down Kelsey over Hill. Hill's gonna, Hill's gonna beat your people. You're gonna have to put two men on him every play or and some people I've heard things as crazy as you have to put two people on both of them every play, but then you're opening up the field for a run. You're opening it up for like any, any, any other passes. Pringle gets involved. Williams gets involved out of the run game. You have Hardman who obviously showed after his turnover, he was a factor in that game. He had a, he had the uh, 50 yard wrap around, and then he had yep. the, uh, the three yard reception for a touchdown too. So there's tons of weapons on this team. So it's like next man up. If they shut down one option, there's another one. And, if you can't get to Mahomes, that's a problem. But as we heard, Fisher is out for—he's out for this game with a torn Achilles. So now there's an issue on the offensive line. How is Pat Mahomes' turf toe going to go? These are all things we'll definitely cover next week.
2: And that's a—that's a devastating injury right now. It you know, is. For- you know i mean you never want to lose your tackle <laughs> by that, any means
0: on that end around play with hardman that play happens because him and another one of the offensive linemen were 15 yards down the field pushing the people down out of the way so i mean i'm not not it's next man up it is what it is but that's a huge 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 loss losing him he's yeah, been there for is. forever
2: yeah yeah no 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 question about it yeah i mean that's a huge loss and um i know we're not going to touch base about you know um, you know, next week's, you know, the Super Bowl. We're gonna do that preview next week. But um, you know, that's you know, what's gonna really I think benefit a little bit, you know, for Tampa obviously is they're gonna be able to have, you know, if it obeys, you know, gonna be even more healthy with Sue and all that, I mean they can pretty much, you know, you know, have a three man front right there. And then, you know, you're gonna need that secondary help, obviously, with Tyreek Hill. I mean look looking at the stats, nine catches, one seventy two, mm-hmm. Kelsey thirteen catches, one eighteen. You know, um and, and and Hardman, you, you know, even though he didn't have the stats on that, but I mean, they gave him that, you know, that little quick pitch right there that he took to the house for a touchdown. So, um, what a matchup, though. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, what a matchup. And can I just give a shout out to Cole Beasley, though, man? Seven yes. catches, eight parts, man. And this man played, and I know Cole Beasley. I'm a fan because he played for the Cowboys for a while, yeah. and and um, he was play, playing with a, a fractured fibula, pretty yeah. much all. And you know, he never. Said anything about it until the season was over or not and that's a legit injury that he had And um, Yeah um, that's a player that you want on your team uh, Buffalo Bills me. though Buffalo Bills are a team man I thought it was A great game I mean Kansas City was a better team Yeah uh, A couple play calls like, I I disagree on You know uh, coaching wise and all that But I mean Mahomes I mean, What can you say you know yeah. 29 38 325 three touchdowns no picks man Different.
0: And uh, Reed took that play that he got injured on out of the playbook in this game. I thought that was kind of interesting. And if you look at the stats in the run game, he only had five yards rushing. And one of them, I think, was – I think that was all at the end of the game when he kind of just slid the clock out. Uh, so, I mean, there you go. I, they, they executed it to perfection and proved once and for all that Mahomes can do it either way. It doesn't matter. He can win anyway against you so it just creates more problems. It, cre- it creates more problems and it leaves you having nightmares if you're a defensive coordinator.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was just one of those games where, you know, obviously I picked Buffalo, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of a lower scoring game went out, but I think a lot of people seem to forget that, you know, Kansas city is who they are right now. And, um, I'll be honest with you. I think Tyreek Hill is the most dynamic player in the NFL right now. Without a doubt. <laughs> so yeah. I heard today that Miller for uh, green Bay said so he's faster now.
0: Like, yeah so we'll see we'll see
2: if he can beat the cheater. so hell of a super bowl. hey it's gonna be a hell of a super bowl man i can't wait to watch it man uh, i really enjoyed these playoff games this weekend you mm-hmm. know it gave me all the entertainment that i uh was expecting absolutely yeah it was awesome with i'm that. really looking forward to seeing um the super Bowl.
0: without a doubt man and i can't wait to cover it next week with you And Matt, but for this episode, we are winding down. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next week with our Super Bowl preview. Take care, guys.